What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Instagram Marketing Secrets. Uh, this is the first episode we're actually going to be diving in on how to sell products or services through your Instagram account. Okay, not talking about building following today. This is for businesses that have a website set up and they're ready to sell their clients something. Now, you can do paid promotions on Instagram, and that is something that we're absolutely going to talk about down the road. But what we're going to be talking about today is just how to utilize your own following and how to sell them your products and services. So we're not talking about doing any paid promotion, um, which is great because if you can learn how to do this correctly and you do have enough followers to actually drive sales results, then this is how we're going to be able to promote our business for free in the end, okay? And that's the overall goal for any business on Instagram. Get to the amount of followers that you need and continue to grow so that you can run effective sales just on your own account. If you're not looking to dish out a bunch of money for advertising at the time, you've got all of these organic followers to capitalize on. So let's go ahead and dive in. We've got seven steps to running a seven day sale, okay? Step number one, it starts with your bio and your link. So your bio, it needs to be geared towards what you're doing at that time, which is obviously running the sale. So let's say I'm looking around me, I see a wine bottle. I'm just gonna do a little excerpt. If you're selling wine on Instagram, your bio would read like this. Our new Chardonnay <laughs> is buttery. It's got hints of lavender and uh, caramel, and it's absolutely delicious. Right now, it's on sale for 30% off on our website. Go ahead and click the link below to order your bottle today. And then it's going to have an arrow or the finger pointing down, and then you're going to have that link be the link to buy that product. And it's very important that it, you, you do it like this, okay? That link has to be the link that goes directly over where the next thing they're going to click after that is buy or add to cart. Um, you don't wanna have it go to your homepage and then maybe on your homepage it says, yeah, here's the sale and then they click on that. We want this to be as few clicks as possible throughout the entire funnel. And uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more with some of the other steps is how we're going to have this be the leanest funnel possible. Um, but it's important too that after you've detailed it all in your bio about the sale, that you then have the arrow or the finger that points down to your link because otherwise, if you don't have that extra line where you have the arrows pointing down, then your link is gonna be right next to all of your bio text. And it just blends in a little bit too much with the bio. We want our links separated, so it's very obvious where they need to click. Uh, and then the reason why uh, it's going right over to that product page and we're not going over to let's say like a link tree page like a lot of accounts like to use link tree if you don't know is a link where you click on it and then it goes to a page with multiple links we don't want to do that because instagram is perhaps the fastest moving social media platform and they might only have five minutes to be on instagram 
So you want your funnel, if possible, to be under five minutes to completion. All right, and that means that your link goes directly over to adding to cart or to buying that product. All right, step number two, you wanna have that sale active on your website. And what I mean by having the sale active is I mean, don't create a coupon code. And it's for that same reasoning. It's a quick moving platform. We don't wanna say on Instagram, hey guys, here's a coupon code to buy this product. Check out the link in our bio because then that's just one extra step that they have to type in the coupon code. They have to remember the coupon code. Maybe they even have to go back over to Instagram, which is not good because that means they have to exit out of your website um, because as you know, if you click on a link on Instagram, it doesn't fully, it doesn't bring you over to Safari, right? You're viewing the, the website, but you're still on Instagram. And as soon as they click that X at the top left, from your website and go back to Instagram, it's done, okay? You do not want them going back over to your page to be like, wait, what was that coupon code? Because they might have been at the last step of checkout and they forgot the coupon code and then they had to go all the way back through, okay? Have the sale already active, already ready. They don't have to type in any coupon code, it's ready for them. Third step, this is still along the lines of setting up your website before running the sale. If you know about how to do a Facebook pixel, you're gonna wanna insert that on your website or you're gonna wanna have it ready to track the events of the people that you're sending over from Instagram. Real quick, if you don't know what a Facebook pixel is, uh, it's the reason why you're getting very relevant advertising all the time. Because what a Facebook pixel is, is it's a code that companies put on their website that tracks visitors' actions on their website. So if you hop over to any major corporation's website, maybe you go to rei.com and you go add to cart on a winter jacket and you don't proceed to check out, and then you go to Facebook and uh, you're gonna be getting advertisements from REI <laughs> within a, a matter of a couple hours even. And it's because they saw that you came over, but they know that you didn't complete the purchase and thus they're going to retarget you. And we're gonna do the same thing to our customers. And it's a great thing, guys, it really is. I love retargeting ads even as a consumer because without them, we would just be seeing advertising for all this random stuff we didn't really care about. So <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of annoying that we're always being tempted to spend money on things that we actually want. But if you got money to play in the consumer market, then it is nice to actually see relevant advertising, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, we're gonna track these customers that we send over because if we send all these people over, and maybe they're like those people, like I mentioned to before, they've got five minutes to be on Instagram and they add to cart and they start typing in their info and then their boss says, hey, we're about to start the meeting and they gotta close out Instagram, they don't complete their purchase. We don't want them to fall through the cracks and we don't want them to rely on just remembering that you're running a sale and to come back to it because their attention's already being drawn in all sorts of different directions. So. Yes, you do want to run a Facebook retargeting ad. And if you want to keep it simple, just take the text that you put in your bio before, put that same text in a Facebook retargeting ad, have the image 
uh, for your product and just retarget people who have, you know, viewed the content or added it to cart um, and uh, have not purchased yet. So uh, Facebook Pixel, if you want to get into it, it's not too hard. You don't have to be a big techie person to get into it. I'm not going to lie. The first time I installed the Facebook Pixel on my website, it was a pain in the butt. But after that, <laughs> then I had it down. So go through this step. It's very important. You can uh, drive a lot more uh, sales through your retargeting ads. That step three is the Facebook Pixel. Okay, so let's wrap up here. We've got four more steps to running the sale and here's where it gets fun because we're telling our customers about the sale. Step number four is you're gonna run a regular post on your account about the sale. Now, here is where I've really gotten it down over time because I used to always wanna post just a picture of my product and then in the caption say that it was on sale, but I'd end up only getting a couple hundred likes on that post, which is not good. Uh, it was not branching out to people outside of my following either. It was not a trending post. And the reason why is they are scrolling through their feed and they're liking, oh, my friend got married. Oh, my friend's got a cute dog. And then they see a product. And if it's the product by itself, they might say, like even if they're like, oh, that's a really cool product, they might not like it. And if they don't like it, this post isn't gonna go anywhere. So what you need to do is you need to know your following, you need to know your market, and you need to know what kind of posts actually get a lot of likes and a lot of comments in your market. And you're going to disguise your sale and your advertising to not look like advertising. Okay, what I just said right there, disguise your advertising to not look like advertising please take a note of that that is something that you want to apply to literally everything you do as far as social media advertising goes okay even even commercials on tv are doing this nowadays you know like tide ads like it will be just like something that doesn't seem like a commercial will be some football players that score a touchdown and their pants are completely white and then all of a sudden they're like oh this is actually a tide ad and they're just totally trying to disguise it as normal television because people naturally nowadays tune out advertising when they think of it as advertising. So what we're gonna do, let's go back to that wine bottle reference. We're gonna run a carousel image for this first day of the sale, okay? The first day of the sale, and you're gonna to wanna to make sure you post at the best time of day too with the best hashtags and do everything to make this post trend, okay? Because we want it to be relevant for all seven days of the sale if we can do it right. So that wine bottle on that carousel image, that first image, let's say it's the wine bottle sitting on a coffee table and behind it is a fireplace and it's lit up and the house is decorated well, okay? because that picture is going to get liked whether they realize they're being sold a wine bottle or not. Then they scroll over to the second image in the carousel and perhaps it is a zoomed in picture of the wine bottle. Maybe it's that first picture, but it's just cropped out to be just more focused on the wine bottle itself in the second image. And then potentially in that third or fourth image, if you'd like, you can just have more nice images of it but if you want to have you know that typical amazon product listing like image which is a product on a white background 
then that's gonna be your carousel image number three, four, five. You do not want that to be your number one. You want your post to get those likes whether people realize it's a product or not on that first one so it can actually go places outside of your following especially. It needs to get a ton of likes, all right? So in your caption, of course, you're gonna detail all about the sale. Your caption is gonna be sale, 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 product value. You're gonna build value in that product and talk about the features and benefits and why it can help people in their day-to-day lives. And then you're going to be like, it's on sale, check the link in our bio, and you can sell it as hard as you want on this first post. But the idea behind it is two things. If all they do is see that front first image and then they see the first couple lines of your caption, that's fine. They get it, the product is on sale. But if they like that first image, they most likely will scroll through the carousel, okay? They're gonna scroll through all of the carousel images and they're gonna see the sale and everything like that and they're gonna read the caption. Okay, you just gotta know that if people like that first image, they're going to scroll through, okay? That's the other thing I want to mention. If they like that first image, they're going to scroll through and you need to count on that, okay? It's so much better that your sale your, your sale post gets like 5,000 likes and however many people scroll through it rather than, let's say 5,000 likes and 50% of the people who see the post scroll through it rather than having your front image be that product and it gets 400 likes and obviously 100% of the people saw that it's on sale, but it didn't matter. The post didn't go anywhere, right? It was such a small amount of people that saw that sale that it's better that, you know, maybe not everyone looks at your post and knows that you have the product on sale, but it trends and so many people see it that overall more people are going to follow through on the caption or follow through all of the images and then learn that it's actually on sale. It's a much better way to do it, okay? That's step four. Step five, this is gonna be what you're going to do throughout the rest of your seven day sale. And you're gonna go about your normal, regular posting every day. Maybe you even post multiple times a day, however much you post, and it better be at least once a day. If you really wanna grow following on Instagram, you have to post at least once a day. Um, you wanna do your normal posts. So you do, it, you do your image, and then in your caption, you say whatever you want to about the image. And then below that, you're gonna do a, a line spacing. And I like to do some hyphens in between um, to separate what I'm about to say from my normal caption, but you're just going to do a soft sell in every single regular post that happens within your sales window. And it's just gonna say, hey guys, if you haven't seen it yet, make sure to check out our Chardonnay that's on sale right now at, and then you're going to tag your own account. Um, you know, Enter through the link in our bio if you'd like to make a purchase. And you're just going to say, that same thing with slight variations to your wording. I like to slightly vary my wording just so I can speak differently to potentially different people in my market. And I'm just going to always allude to every single post I do within that sales window is going to have a very soft sell in the caption to go check out the sale going on 
at my profile, okay, which is great because then they view your profile and maybe they don't wanna buy just yet, but they like your products and they follow you and that's amazing. Now you have a follower of someone who likes your products. So that's step five. Every single regular post have a soft sell in the caption about the sale. Step number six, this is where your story post is going to come into play. And in a seven day sale, I'm gonna do a, a big series of story posts at the halfway point, okay? I'm gonna do the regular post on the first day because that has the potential to trend and be relevant for all seven days of the sale. And story posts, of course, they last 24 hours, no matter what. So I'm gonna do another mention of the sale at the halfway point. And uh, if you haven't listened to the episode on using hashtags on your story posts, make sure you do that and you're gonna wanna vary the hashtags that you do on these story posts. But here's the main tip that I have for you. Do not do a single post, uh, single story post about this sale. Um, Don't just be like, wine, 30% off, enter through the link in bio, and then the, the story post is over. You will not capture their attention because you need to think of uh, think of the average consumer on Instagram. Okay, they've got a personal profile. They're viewing a story of their friends at a party the night before. The next story is another like cool selfie from someone they follow, whatever. And they're just viewing just regular content of their friends. And then all of a sudden, the next post just says, hey, 30% off. And they're like, ah, and then they click through and it's done. Okay, we we need to stop them. We need to stop the scroll or stop the the swiping, if you will, (laughs) uh, throughout the stories. And we're gonna do so by doing a double or a triple story post back to back all about the same thing. Okay, so we're gonna use the same image across every story post, but we're gonna have different text in each one. So in that wine bottle example, maybe I use that white background product image, and then in the text on the first one, it says, our Chardonnay has amazing hints of caramel, butter, and lavender in it. Uh, (laughs) You can tell I'm not much of a wine expert, but (laughs) you get it. Build value in the first post, the next post, right now it's on sale for 30% off on our website. And then the third post, again, same image in each one, but different text. That third one is where you actually say swipe up, okay? If you're over 10,000 followers and you have the swipe up feature, here's where you actually say swipe up to get your bottle today. Or if you don't have the swipe up feature, you say go through the link in our bio to order your bottle today and then you're going to tag your account in that post. So it's very easy for them to visit your account, okay? So that's what we're doing to stop the scroll. We're gonna have multiple story posts all about that same thing, all back to back. And if I have um, the swipe up feature, I'm going to put it in every single one of those posts. And you'll see your results from this. You'll be so pleased because if you do just a single story post on it, you'll get however many web link clicks of people swiping up. But when I look at the results of if I do a triple story post, I'll look at the first post and maybe it has like seven link clicks. 
and then the second one it's got 25 and then that third one it's got 45 because that's the one where i actually told them swipe up however isn't it so much better to have the 45 plus the 25 plus the seven or whatever numbers i said there rather than just the 45 if that even if you could get that because by that third post they've already stopped they've already slowed down they've already read what i'm talking about and they've they've come to the conclusion okay something is actually going on here he's made three posts about this one thing rather than that one post that they can quickly just go to the next post on okay i've really stopped them and you can get so much better results from having those multiple swipe up links all in a row give your customers that extra time to actually take action on your post okay so again, that story post is gonna be at the halfway point. You can do it however you like, okay? Mark it as much as you like or as little as you like to your following. In a seven-day sale, I'm gonna do just a major story post at the halfway point. And then step seven, this is where I'm actually going to do a final story post giving people 24 hours left. And of course, in my regular post that day too, when I'm doing the soft sell in the caption, I will mention today is the last day of the sale, okay? But 24 hours exactly before the sale ends, I do a story post that says, at the time the story post is gone, the sale will be over. Swipe up now to get your bottle today or to get your product today or to get your service at whatever discount, okay? It doesn't matter what you're selling. But I really like to do this because then it's very obvious to people exactly when that sale is gonna end. Cause they see up at the top of that story exactly how much time they have left before that story is over. And it just feels like, oh man, as sure as this story post is going to end, so is this sale, okay? And I really like it. And you can again do like a double or triple post um, all right next to each other and just be like, at the time that the, the story is over, the sale will be over, swipe up to claim yours today, all right? And that's how I really like to run a seven-day sale on Instagram. Hopefully, you guys love that content there. Uh, go ahead and shoot me a voice message if you have any questions and uh, stay tuned for future episodes because we're surely gonna be talking about running sales again because there's so many different ways to do it, okay? Stay tuned, we're gonna be talking about capturing emails, when is a good time to do promo code, how to do paid advertising, Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, guys.